Hello and welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Brooke Roberts. This is a podcast all about reality television. That it is. And on this particular podcast, we will be recapping The Challenge Season 34, War of the Worlds 2, Episode 14, Declaration of Independence. Man, oh man, this season, Nick. For real, Ash. For real. What the hell? I mean, I was I stopped Ashley halfway through this uh uh, viewing of this episode a few minutes ago and I, I just looked at her and I said you know I don't think I've ever been as emotionally moved slash disturbed by a challenge season ever it's really getting to us ever I mean there were points in this episode where my stomach didn't know whether to fill with butterflies or drop to my butthole and puke out my anus <laughs> all right <laughs> That was a bit much. By the way, how's your Thanksgiving? Oh, uh, happy Thanksgiving, y'all. Yeah, thank you for listening to us. Um, folks, you know, since it is Thanksgiving, you know, we give thanks. Give give the thanks to the your favorite podcast, aka Reality Blows. How are they gonna do that, Ash? They're gonna go down on their Apple Podcast app, they're gonna scroll down to the bottom, they're gonna rate us five stars, they're gonna write something nice. We are trying to get a hundred by the end of the year. Will it happen? The jury is out. Yeah, you know, and, and the jury is you. Yeah, uh, you're the jury. Seriously. 12 angry men, more like 12 awesome listeners. 100 awesome listeners. Yeah, we need 100. Uh, so uh, make sure you do that. But, you know, we're not going to waste any more time. Well, we I want to waste one more time. Okay, we're going to waste one more time. One more time needs to be waste, which is, uh, I don't know if you guys listened to our Monday show, but we talked um, on this Monday about how I went around all week in bars, in friends, friendship situations, and I recounted the tale of Jordan winning last week. And uh, that speaks to this season. I have never sat someone down at a bar and said to them, hey, listen, I really got to tell you about something. And they think I'm about to spill the beans on some part, secret part of my life. And instead I go, there's a guy named Jordan, okay? And, and here's what he did last week. Yeah, so that really speaks to this season as a whole. It's been, it's been so, it's been an incredible ride. And Guys, listeners at home, I'm so glad we're we're on this ride with you. Yeah, and it seems like uh, next week is the final, so that this ride is coming to a, an end pretty soon. So savor every moment, and we will by recapping this episode starting right now. So last week there was a huge purge. Joss and Kaylee went home in uh, a, a questionable purge, if you ask me, which only tested swimming abilities. But nonetheless, they went home immediately. Do not pass go. Do not collect $100. 200 um, Whatever. I don't play <laughs> games. Yeah, you do. Okay, I love games. <laughs> I love to play games. Um, that episode ended with the elimination I was just talking about, which is Jordan sending home Josh from Big Brother, guys, from it, Amanda's uh, ex last partner in War of the Worlds. I can't believe Joss and Josh went home in the same episode. Do, I mean, conspiracy? Just, I, just when I was starting to be able to understand, my brain was able to register their names and have them be different in my head. Just just now, when you said Joss and Kaylee, I almost looked at you and went, Josh. But you know it's what? Not. This was it's a hard. real issue, actually, when I was recounting last week's episode to people, to friends, yeah. because as the night would go on and people would get drunker, they'd be like, wait a minute, <laughs> you said Joss went home and <laughs> swimming, and now he's doing a tug of war? Yeah, guys, don't put Joss and Josh on the same challenge anymore. It's just too hard to recap. Josh lost an elimination that he should have won. Why did he lose it? Because Jordan is smart as hell, man. Jordan's smart, Whip. he's gifted, smart. and he's uh, athletic, and uh, with big Jordan episode 
Will he have another big episode? Well, you're about to find out as we start the recap right now. This episode picks up back at the house after Jordan has sent Josh home. And it's really two um, very the polar opposite points of view. We have Kara going on in a, a sort of interview slash montage of her in the house talking about how um, this is a whole season about these women that she's been playing with. Never has she played with such strong women who yeah. are her friends. And she wants to go to a final with them. And she also says, I could do challenges all day long. I hope this never ends. Kara is living for it, which is odd because she hasn't looked like it. I'll tell you what. This was the first I've heard of this storyline being like, this is all about women. These strong Like, where was this, like, episode three and four when I was making my decision that I did not like the Alliance? Like, if somebody would have told me that it's like, oh, no, no, no. Like, this is like strong women doing it for themselves. Like, then I'd be like, oh, okay. I kind of see where we're coming from here. And all right, maybe this is a a team I might be able to ride with throughout the season. I did not, this did not come across at all as the strong women season at all. Yeah. I felt it just because those women seem to be running things, but you're right. It was never named. It was never discussed. Now what has been named and what has been discussed is how miserable Kara looks about how she doesn't look like she wants to be there. All well, of this these is shots, all stuff to discussed by us on this show and Nani and other people who are doing interviews and in Georgia saying when Kara walks into a room, I want to leave. Like she just seems miserable. You know, all season people have been talking about how Kara should, doesn't seem like she wants to be there. And here we have this interview with Carr being like, I could do this forever. I love it. This is so much fun. It's when, very odd. Well, when she comes back into the house here, um, when she's saying, I love challenges. I want challenges to happen all the time. I'm feeling that to be very sarcastic. Oh. She just lost. Do you know what I mean? Like, she didn't, I don't think she wanted Jordan to win. Right. You know? So I think she's pissed coming in the house and she's like, boy, oh boy, my enemy now, is coming back. I just love this place. Let's keep doing this. Like, to me, that's how I heard that. But but then it's cut with interviews of her saying, you're right. this is the best experience I've ever had. I'm loving this. Yes, you're right. And, and it is sort of confusing. Now, I mean, as far as this being the season where the women are doing it, I disagree with uh, the way that she's trying to frame it here because for most of the time, she just keeps calling this Polly's game, Polly's win, Polly's season. And unfortunately, Polly's there sort of pulling all the strings, not my words, hers. And so uh, for me to be like, these women are doing it, it seems like Polly chose a, a bunch of people and is doing this in a certain way. And then and then really we have Kara as her lead hench as his lead henchman sort of uh, riding with uh Polly. So I, I have a theory I'd like to put forth. Let's hear it. I think Cam started all of it. I think she started all of it on episode I think two or three when she picked Ashley and Polly to be in the tribunal with her. And they were both like, We don't know why she's picking us, but okay. And I think ever since then that crew has been solid. I guess the world will never know or Cam, we'll was find it you? out we may find out on uh, in a couple of weeks so what i was trying to say about this being a polar opposite sort of split down the middle point of view of what it's like in the challenge house is Kara is waxing poetic about how much she enjoys it and then we get nani who can't take it anymore she says that verbatim i can't take this anymore nani wants out nani's not happy Listen, we've been watching a lot of Pluto TV, okay? We've been watching a lot of challenges running, and every time I see Nani on a challenge, she doesn't want to be there. I know. Nani was having a lot of trouble on uh, 
on what was what was the one we were watching? Well, we watched X's two, which she was seemed to have trouble on with Johnny. And oh then no, we, we watched Bloodlines. Bloodlines. And she was just she was really fighting with Rafi and Dario. Man. Yeah, I mean really fighting. And, and it's and, interesting. Everyone on all of these challenges, when they're getting in a fight with Nani, they're always like, "Go smoke cigarettes." Okay, smoker. Yeah, and it's like she's they. Someone said that this season, like, go smoke cigarettes and drink your wine. Yeah, we or got, whatever. We got to hear Nani say, "Know your role," which was really fun because uh, you know that sort of comes back to bite her a little bit. Well, and what does Rafi say or Dario says? Dario says, "Oh yeah, well you know your role on Johnny Banana's lap." Ooh. Okay, that is uh, that was a season. I don't know what was that ten uh, seasons who, ago? No, who Bloodlines. Knows? That wasn't that long ago. It was at least six. Uh, we get off the point. The point is, is that. This episode is starting off letting us know that Kara's team is happy and solid and a well-oiled machine and that Nani is on the edge um, of a breakdown. That takes us to the UK bunks. Tori is having a conversation with CT. D and Rogan are also there. And Tori's basically saying to CT, like, so if we win, if UK team wins, you're going to send me in no matter what. And CT's like, I've been working with this alliance the entire time. I don't see why I would change. And then Tori's like, why would I even try for us to win then? You know? And it's it really seems like like CT it seems like CT is sticking to his guns here. And Tori's like, don't you want to run with strong players? And CT's like, listen, no one's questioning your athletic ability. That's not what's on the table. What's on the table is you're not a part of our group, and so you're going to be put in. Duh, that's how it goes. And then it cuts to, um, she goes, she looks at Rogan, and she goes, and what do you have to say? And he's like, I feel the same as CT. Uh. Yeah. I mean, I I sort of, as, as kind of disgusted I am with sort of how this game has gone down, I do sort of respect CT, oh, excuse me, Pops, uh, his uh, sort of, very cut and dry. Listen, I, I just can't. We can't. We can't talk around this any longer. It's ridiculous. You're gonna go in. You're not part of our group. Sit on down. Sit down here, Tori. I have things to explain to you. Listen. Um, when people get phone calls about this show, sometimes we contact each other. Maybe we text. Could be a DM, and we figure things out uh, before the show starts. I don't think this happened before the show. I think this happened when all of the heavy hitters left. I think when Johnny, Wes, and Laurel left in like a crazy whirlwind. I think the chips kind of fell, and people saw who was left standing. You disagree? No, I don't disagree. I, I just think that that is sort of what CT is trying to explain to Tori here without really explaining it, which is like, this is all made up. You're, you're it in- doesn't matter that you're athletically good. Yeah, don't you get it? Like, that's not the game. The game yeah. is, do you have friends and did you guys talk and make an agreement beforehand? You didn't do that. I did. And that's the end of it. What am I going to not do that now? You know, it's the end. Then we get another sound clip from Polly saying, all I care about is getting the win. I'd really like I will pay someone five dollars. Are you listening to this, blowhards? I'll pay you five dollars if you make a montage of Polly saying all I care about is the win from this season. Because he has said this so many times. It's like we get it. You're like a crazy competitive guy. You need this title. It's not gonna make you happier, Polly. Okay? Only you can make yourself happy. And I want you to remember that. I know you listen to the podcast. That takes us to the daily. It's called Mind the Cart. This looked awesome. You're basically in a cart um, above water. There are ropes. You got to collect medallions. While you're collecting these medallions with your team partner, 
another person from the team is swimming out to a little dock where they grab an axe, nope, a saw, and then they swim back and they saw your ropes down. So they try and cut you down out of the sky before you can collect more medallions than their team. Does that make sense? People listening to this? Yeah, well, regardless, people are are taking uh, really terrible dunks in the water. It looks bad. Uh, It looks like a fun challenge to do, but it looks like a bad fall. Yeah. And and the teams are wildly um, mismatched in terms of numbers. I mean, the UK team has to have the same person swim for all three heats, and the US team... I, they have to have all girl swimmers or something. And I say girl swimmers because Polly said it so many times. Yeah, they say, uh, the challenge likes to say girls. They're like, we got to have all these girl swimmers and the, the uh, a girl swimmer. It's just funny to me because I, I, every time they do that, I imagine them saying boy swimmers. <laughs> you know, like, oh, we can only have, it's all boy swimmers. All the boys are swimming. Hey, Nick, what's going on over there? Okay. Hey, folks, sorry, we had a little technical difficulties, but we are back. You you didn't know that because it was like a real quick, but uh, we're telling you because we love you. Yeah, we want you to be in and behind the curtain, yeah, as please, they say. Yeah, please, come behind the curtain. All right, Ash, continue. So anyway, the U.S. team's a little askew, and the U.K. team's a little askew. And what that means is that the U.K. team gets to use Jordan as a swimmer every time, which is so important because Jordan can swim out there. He can get that salt, and then he can swim back. He has the upper body strength to knock out these ropes. The U.S. team, they don't really have swimmers uh, on their team when it comes to their females. You know, Cam's not a great swimmer. Ninja, we know, is a bad swimmer. So it really comes down to Ashley and Kara. Nani is also out because they don't believe that Nani has the upper body strength to handle it. Ashley goes first, and uh, she's able, she doesn't keep up with Jordan, but she doesn't get smoked by him. What she does get smoked by is getting these ropes sawed in half. I'll tell you, it was a, it was sorry ass sight watching Ashley trying to saw these ropes in half I mean it was a regular saw and you know nothing tricky about it but her upper body is flopping she seemed to have like one hand on the handle like you should but then the other hand was like holding the top of it I don't know. You know, what and was she was on. like holding it and then she would push and it would bend and she's just kind of looking around at people and then we get some interviews from her, which is a I may have a country accent, but I've never held a saw in my life. Yeah, so it was kind of I fun. may have a country accent, but I've never held a saw in my life. No, I like when she said hold a saw. Hold a saw. <laughs> I never hold a saw in my life. I never hold a saw. Um yeah, it was a it was actually a, a really uh sorry sight. Jordan gets Polly and Cam, uh he knocks them right out. Ashley does not break Tori and Rogan. They do not fall in. Next up, Jordan is going after Leroy and Nani. Kara is going after CT and D. We learn in this bit uh, that Kara has gotten better at swimming because she's focusing on her breathing. And then Polly says, Kara is finally listening to finally listening to my coaching tips. Taking tips, finally. Finally Coach listening to Polly. my... Co- Ooh, why did I, I hated very, that. What, what, what about when he follows it. up and he says he's very proud of her? Ooh, what are you, her father? Okay, Jordan drops Leroy and Nani. Leroy lost a shoe. Really he, enjoyed watching that sock I mean, shoe that, fly. That goes to show you how quick that spill is out of that little uh, hanging thing. Because yeah. 
And then we get an interview from Nani saying that she's fallen into water countless times on these shows and never has uh, had a more painful landing than this one. Um, and I would like to double down. We were talking earlier about P- Pluto TV. Um, we watched like two. We kept checking in. The thing with Pluto TV is they just run the challenges in order over and over again on the challenge channel. So you just check in every once in a while. You see what season they're on. So Ashley and I have been watching stuff. And we've watched like two different seasons, which Nani was like held above water and like looking like she's about to have like a panic attack. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, those times were not as worse. Uh, we're not worse than this time. Mm-mm. And I think because... You didn't know which way the bucket was going to fall in this in this uh, daily. And so, like, when it would fall, most of the time, it seemed like these people were surprised by it. And then, like, going head over feet backwards, which is, like, can you think of a worse... I guess a belly flop straight well, down would be worse. Well, they're falling down, and then something's falling on top of them, and then yeah. they're also upside down. It looked bad. It's it's just bad news. And I believe uh, Nani says that she's going to have water in her ear for the rest of her life. Uh, next heat is George. Um, trying to take down Zach and someone else from the U- U.S. team. I didn't get eyes on them. And I, the, I think uh, is Ninja. it Ninja? Okay. Yeah. And then Kara um, going after Tori and Rogan. And I've, you know what happens, y'all? The U.K. team wins. Believe it or not, they freaking won. They got a good team here, guys. I mean, this is a strong team, and this is a strong showing. And that's what's really being built up is that this, this, uh, this daily that they just did highlighted that the uk team is a well a a well-oiled stacked team and the u.s team has some weaknesses and has maybe too many players i would say there are more people that are upset in there's more in team fighting and disruption going on the u.s team Mm -hmm. even though you have tory and you have jordan upset with the fact that their team now that they've even switched teams is working with the enemy in their opinion you know the poly alliance um still you can tell jordan and tory don't aren't like seething at their team yeah based on the fact that they know that they're not pulling they're not pulling the strings and also in the back of their mind they understand what's going on on the UK team, why they keep voting them in, and why they're following Polly's lead. They get it. They're not dumb. This isn't their first time on a challenge. So, you know, if the tables were turned, Jordan and Tori might be doing the same thing to them. So they're not, you could tell, they're pissed at their team for going along with Polly, but they're like, they know that they shouldn't be directing all of their tension towards them. And so that kind of com- makes the UK team a little stronger yeah. than the US team where you have people like Nani and Zach on that team who are literally like, I fucking hate Ninja. Like, you know speaking what I mean? Like, of, I don't want to work with these fucks. Speaking of Zach, he had a couple of uh, lines in this daily where he talks about how Jordan's the best swimmer there. He talked about how much the US team has weakened themselves. And there's something very interesting that's happening with Zach where he is speaking in these interviews as if he is watching the show with us. You know, he feels like the voice of the audience in a lot of ways. We don't really have anyone else who is sort of summarizing how I feel, you know, at home. They're more telling me how they're feeling in the moment. I'm watching, it seems like Zach and I are watching the same show. And I don't (laughs) feel that that is the case with the other, you know, uh, interviews, mainly because the other interviews are people being like, I was really nervous. I was feeling like this. Zach is making big sweeping comments about the season. Well, I have, uh, I wasn't thinking of that. But I have a theory on maybe what you're seeing. Zach isn't a storyline. 
So Zach is a viewer of this. So he only wow. has to comment on other people's gameplay yes. and how the game looks. He has nothing to do with any major storyline that's going on on this show. Yep. So it's like every time he has to comment, he's commenting on as like from a different perspective mm-hmm. when most other people are kind of involved in a storyline here and they have to talk about how they were feeling at the time. His is more like, hey, listen, I'm watching all this go down and this yeah. is what it's like. It's, you know, it's not a bad narration, you know, uh, technique. And um, I wish... I wish he didn't have such a, a a disgusting history because I'm liking his interviews this season. People change, you know. I'm liking him a little bit more than I what? normally do. What? You hate do. him the most. Yeah, not not the most. There's other people, but yeah, and you know, it's funny because he's also very good at this. He and is. he's done this a while. Yeah. So he knows how to do the interviews when another person who's not very involved, let's say Ninja, is not very involved in any storyline here. You don't get any interviews from her, barely yeah. any, you know, unless she's involved in a situation. It's only for that scene. But we seem you to almost, keep, I've kind of forgotten she was there the past yeah. two apps. You seem to keep going back to Zach to kind of hear, uh, you know, how he thinks things are going down. And it's uh, appreciative. But, you know, right now what's going on is they just, the UK just wins, right? And, uh, you got CT is doing interviews during this daily going, you know, um, these people are really strong. Jordan's a really strong uh, player. Tori's a really strong player. Now we cut to their win and, and uh, you, you know, CT is clapping it up and she and he points at Tori and he goes, there you go, Tori. You did it, Tori. That's what you wanted to show us. You know, he seems very proud of specifically Jordan and Tori, even though I didn't see exactly what Tori did here. I mean, this was a... Jordan win. Yeah. He swam, he beat every one of their swimmers and just proving like he's going to try as hard as he can no matter what. And it's very hard to beat Jordan when he's uh, uh, burning on all c- cylinders like he did in this daily. And you could tell CT looking around, seeing how easy this win was for them. They demolished the team, Team Unity, looking at these fucking people on his team, looking at the people on the American team. And you see the gears are turning a little bit in the head. So now we go to where TJ is going to declare uh, the UK, the uh, the victors. The, everybody's on their riser standing. And what happens, Ashley? What does he throw on us? TJ says, um, okay, UK team, you... Okay, no, TJ says, sorry, Nick, you, you set me up to get right into it. And honestly, I was hypnotized by you going through that. I was I watching you. I don't you. even have notes, folks. TJ looks at the U.S. team. He goes, U.S. team, you lost. You have to pick a female right now. Pick one right now. A female to go in elimination. It starts with Leroy. Um, and then it basically, it goes. everybody goes through. It doesn't matter because you know the one female on the team who does not have the numbers behind her, and that is Nani. She's going into elimination. And all the while you have uh, these interviews from people like Cara, Ashley, Polly. Hey, listen, trusting in the system, trusting in the numbers. Don't worry. We know it's even though we can't deliberate and we have her put on the spot, we know how to do this. We've already talked about it. And so you have Leroy. Leroy who votes first. Now, Leroy, we all know, can't vote for Nani. Uh-uh. And so, God bless Leroy, he throws a, a, a vote at Ninja. Yep. And uh, so, um, then we move on and we get all the votes. And eventually, I believe we get another vote from Zach from Ninja. And then we get Nani who voted for Ninja. But everybody else votes for Nani. Yeah. So that's five, I believe it's like five votes for Nani, three votes for Ninja, something like that. And so Nani's going in and then TJ looks at Team UK and he goes, who speaks for your team? And they all say CT. Tori turns back and gives CT like a, a like, give, you know, points to CT. Everyone is in agreement that it's CT. And then CT says, um, 
guys, that was so great. You know, how about we start acting like a team? He kind of looks at D and he looks at Rogan and he he's eyeing them up in the moment. Yeah, he's eyeing them up in the moment. He's in the back thing. Okay, and, and back so of the riser in, in the back of the riser because he's one of the tall people. Tall people in the back, short people in the front. We all know that. Now, he when he's made the speaker here, and Ashley just said this that he looks over at D and he goes and he makes sort of a thing. He goes, you know, I, I think it's time that we start playing for what's good for this team. And the way that he's saying this is not in a, I feel like I'm only restating this because I, actually I do feel like you gave it a more like jovial, hey man, we're all good. We're going to start playing for our team. It really wasn't that. It seemed like a struggle. It seemed like it was a nerve wracking speech he was making. Yeah. He was just like, okay, uh, I think it's time that we start working as a team come on guys as it, it seemed like a motivational he was saying it but he was also it felt like he was looking at d and he was looking yes. at rogan and he was saying something he else. was trying to tell everybody he was else. communicating come on, guys. them i think it's time guys let's make this move let's start acting like a team let's start doing what's best for uk because this alliance this poly alliance whatever that spills over into team uk even though it has helped d and rogan and ct get to this point it has hurt team uk and he says, okay, guys, I think it's time we're going to do this. Guys, this is the tribunal. Here we go. I'm picking Tori. I'm picking Rogan. Whoa. Looks at D. He goes, you're good. You're good. D's like, what the fuck? D thought she was going to be in there. She thought she was the one that was going to be completely uh, safe. But now Tori is safe. It Tori was the safe. move to put Tori in. No matter what, Tori was going in. And CT on a whim makes this move and really blows D and Rogan away. I mean, yeah. not to mention Jordan and Tori who are like elated, but D and Rogan are like, what the fuck is going on right now? Mm -hmm. And then they start looking at CT like, what are we doing? Tori's What's going ecstatic. on here? And then TJ says, okay, you guys got to pick someone right now. Let's do it. And so CT's like, all right, fuck it, ninja. <laughs> And then Tori goes, and then Dee's like, no, that's my best that's friend. That's my best friend. That's my best friend. That's my best friend. Tori says Ashley. T uh, Tori says Ashley. Cuts to Rogan. He's like, uh, uh, I don't, uh, commercial. Cut to commercial. We come back. Now we have, it's all up to Rogan. He doesn't know what the hell's going on. You have Ninja saying, I just saved you. You have Ashley looking and saying, I just saved you. Um, Who just, is everyone just saving Rogan know, all the seriously. time? I know, seriously. I mean, it seems like Rogan, they've helped Rogan get to where he is. So yeah. both of these people are in his alliance. And we know that D is best friends with Ninja. Is D and Rogan, are they still a thing? We don't know. We like, have no idea. It's like, you know, who, who, who what's going on? And then who, who's, you know, he's got to be thinking like, who's better to go up against? Like, what do we do? Like a lot of things going on. He doesn't make the decision. He looks around. He goes, I got to say this. I'm really sorry. I think you're going to do great. Ashley. Yep. He says Ashley. Ashley freaks. He Ashley, even tries to hug her. She's like, get the Ashley has me. one of her classic fucking crybaby freakouts. She ru she runs down. She says, fuck all of you. I hate you. I don't give a shit. And then she starts throwing stuff about how rich she is again. Yeah, she's like, um, I I'm going to win this, and I'm going to come to UK, and I'm going to make sure you lose, because guess what? I don't need the money. I didn't blow through my money like you two. And she looks at CT and Jordan, letting us, the viewers, know that CT and Jordan have lost their winnings. I believe They've they blown said, through I believe it. she said, I didn't blow through a half a million like you two. Yeah. So, all right, there you go, which I think is fantastic. That's and I hope such they, a funny detail. I really hope they bring that up somewhere after this show where I he hear about how Jordan and CT blew their money. Like, I, I, did, I do need to know that. That would be a great follow-up on any of these shows. Like, how'd you blow your money? You know, like, that would yeah. be a fun question. But, I mean, she's, like, really, like— She's a, hot. She's surprised. It, Everyone like, is. You ever catch a squirrel in a cage— 
like and how, what that feels have like. Have you ever caught a squirrel? I have. I've been near a squirrel yeah, being caught in a right. cage. I have. And I'll tell you what, there's nothing more frightening than a, than a feral squirrel caught in a cage. Yeah. It's like, oh, fuck, what did we just get into? Like, My friend Jeffrey, when we were nine, he caught one with his bare hands and it shit all over him. <laughs> there you go. I mean, it's really frightening. And this is kind of what it's like when you have somebody when you have ashley against the wall like this it's she really freaks out claws out she starts seeing the craziest shit known to man it's very entertaining but also you kind of feel like ooh, this is kind of like an ugly person in my opinion i Um, love ashley i I like her too i think she's good at tv but i do think that she has a bit of hell spawn in her you know yeah 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 she's a firecracker in kind of an evil way um tj looks at uh nani and ashley he says you two are coming with me the rest of you, I'll see at the final. Wow. So now we're doing one of those special eliminations where it's like a blackout elimination. No one gets to see what happens. Why? What is the point of this? They we, haven't done this all season, and now they're going to go do this? If you guys remember, this is very much like, uh, I believe it was Rivals 1, where they would just take two people in a car to a mountain, and then one person would come back. Was I, the proving ground being rented for some sort of high school graduation? Why I couldn't kinda, we? I kind of like it. I think it mixes things up a little bit. I don't but. know. It seemed weird. I was like, what's the point of this? This seems odd. Kara is very upset. And Kara says, you know, we're going to the final, but I can't be happy because I feel betrayed. Back at the house, Polly is very upset at at CT. Jordan and Tori are excited. Rogan goes in to talk to Polly, and Polly takes off his sunglasses. So Polly's like sitting there, like like sitting crisscross applesauce with like Ray Bans on, and then uh, Polly, um, and then uh, Rogan. Rogan comes in, and he's like, "Listen, man, I hear that you're saying that you think I was in on it, because that's what was going on." Okay, before that, when Polly is saying he thinks he's in on it in front of D, and D's like, "Absolutely not. He was not in on it." Polly doesn't have sunglasses on. Right. Then when Rogan comes in, Polly has sunglasses on. Did Polly put on his sunglasses just for that moment with Rogan? I think he may have. But um, so Rogan comes in and he's like, listen, it seems like you're like talking a lot of shit about me and saying that I, I had something to do with it. I had nothing to do with it. He blindsided me just like he blindsided you. I had nothing to do with CT's decision. And then Polly's like, I'm going back and forth in my head, man. I I, I feel one Whips way. off his shades. And he goes, and I'll tell you what right now, I don't even need these sunglasses on to talk to you. And he takes off his sunglasses, he throws them on the ground now when they hit the ground i did say ray-bans when they hit the ground they did seem quite plasticky yeah they didn't look like ray-bans i mean they look like five dollar cbs yeah, glasses i don't know man he needs that money so then he drops the glasses and he's like i don't even need to say that with the sunglasses on i'm gonna say it without the sunglasses on I don't think I trust you. Like he didn't really <laughs> no, have anything they make to say. Up, but then they kind of his... made up. No, they didn't. He they was just did. like, I don't know yeah. how to feel about it. I just feel like I need to be able to trust somebody here. And then they kind of cut a little bit and go back. And it's just like, okay, cool. So I guess we're going to fist bump. And so they fist bump and leave. And as soon as they leave, Rogan goes into, as soon as they leave, Rogan, or as soon as Rogan leaves, he walks out and he kind of rolls his eyes a little bit and walks out. Then we cut back to the room. Paulie's got his sunglasses on again. Puts his shades back on. <laughs> like he's like pouting with sunglasses on. And then uh, Rogan goes and meets up with CT like over in the corner. And he's like, yo, I went over in there and I saw Polly and I was trying to talk to him a little bit. And he had his sunglasses on. <laughs> and then he took his sunglasses off like I was in a movie. It was like real weird. And he was like, he's got these intense eyes and he's like real freaky and weird. He's weirding me out. And then uh, CT's like, yeah, Polly's weird. But I'll tell you what, man, I think they all think we sort of just robbed them for this money for this million dollars. And now you see Rogan kind of high fiving and having fun with CT. So it is sort of like uh- CT says Polly spits the venom. 
he's the poison in this house. He's putting propaganda out and then blaming others. Yes, and I was very surprised that uh, CT could sort of define what propaganda de- does. It's interesting. But CT is one of those guys who, like, done, didn't really pay attention in school at all. But, like, after high school, like, he got, he, he would, like, drink a lot during the day and just pretty much watch the history channel like all day long and like pick up stuff like that i knew a lot of guys like that who like were pretty much d minus students but then like uh when they were supposed to be in college they kind of just got high and watched discovery channel for like three or four years and have a whole bunch of tidbits and facts they're like do you know otters have a little pocket they keep their rock in and you're like what yeah um so it's uh, uh at this point I don't know really if Rogan wasn't in on it. I don't think he was in on it at all. I don't know that he, he was looks in on so it. shocked. He's pretty good at that though. He is. You're and right. He's that been is pulling a, good point. a lot of moves this whole time. And the way him and CT talked to one another afterwards, there was no. We did not get any fucking soundbite, any scene of Rogan going up to CT being like, "Bro, what? What's up, man? What was why, that? Why didn't you tell me? Like, yeah. we could have." T- there was none of that. But we did get is them sort of laughing at Polly and then high-fiving over the fact that they may have just held them up for a million bucks. Mm. So I I don't know because it is a good move. It is a good move, yeah. You know, and they're already in – they're going to the final, so it's like there's nothing anybody could do about it at this point. So it was like a perfect move. Mm. Um, so we'll see. We'll see how that CT ends does up. a little interview, and he goes, if I went back in time, I'd do it again. Yeah. And but then he, he does also say, says yeah. but i'd like to make sure ashley what does he say was, was take taken was care taken of. care of does that mean safe or like mentally prepared uh, i think it means a little little, little i think little they're bit. buds a little here and there i think they're buds i think they're close i really do he didn't vote for her he didn't vote for so, her and i don't I mean? think he would i think they became friends on dirty 30 is that the one that she won because he came in like second place i think they were buds there and then they were on champs versus stars together i think anyway i, I see like an off-camera friendship with those two i think it might have been x's three she won right there's no such thing as x's, x's three because she was with hunter no right? no she was with hunter on final reckoning babe oh <laughs> you really look sad at <sighs> i just ashley was not ashley's debut season was i don't know Okay. Well, so, first of all, I'll tell you this right now. We're like uh, over 35 minutes into this thing. Oh this was God. only an hour episode. Guys, was this an hour episode or are we like crazy? No, it was an hour and it's like fucked up. Like, why did you give us 90 minutes all season long and then you give us one hour and it's like the episode before the final? Like, why are you doing this to me, MTV? I guess it has something to do with Thanksgiving. Possibly. Or they're like little bitches and I need to go <laughs> over there and smack them. I couldn't believe it. I was pissed. Okay. Let's go see. Let's go see what's going on with Nani and Ashley. They're in the woods. TJ says, "Welcome to your first and only super elimination. It's called Run for Your Life, and you're gonna run back and forth, get some puzzles, and then you gotta figure out these puzzles." I look at Nick and I'm like, "There's no way Ashley is not gonna win this. Ashley's gonna win this." And then Nick was like, "I don't know. They're kind of setting it up in a way where Nani could possibly win this." My thing is, Ashley's like an endurance runner. She's great at puzzles, and Nani again is a smoker. Okay, but. What happens halfway through? Ashley goes down the wrong path. And I'm like, oh my God, maybe Nani is going to figure this out. They both get 
all their puzzle pieces. They get back to the giant hand in the sky, and um, Ashley figures out the puzzle and wins. Yeah, and she does win, and it's not as exciting as you'd want it to be. What I find interesting is right before Ashley wins, they're both doing the puzzle at the same time. We get an interview from Ashley who says, uh, Nani's um, Nani's not smart, so I feel like I'm going to win the puzzle. Then we cut to an interview with Nani, and Nani's like, Ashley's smart, so this puzzle is going to be tough for me. The way that Ashley is speaking about Nani in this interview tells me that they do not like each other. She did not like Nani. Yeah. It's just the way that she's kind of very quick to be like, fuck you, Nani, you're dumb, and I'm going to beat you. Rather than, Nani didn't put her in there, you know what I mean? So she seems like she has something against Ashley, and uh, or uh, Ashley has something against Nani. I'm curious what it is. Um, Ashley figures out the puzzle, and then TJ says, are you going to turn coat? Will she do what she said she was going to do in the heat of the moment, or will she stay with the U.S. team? During commercial, Nick and I debate it. I think there's no way she's going to turn coat because I feel like this is the first time I've seen Ashley with, um, like, saying, like, me and my friends are running shit. These are my friends. These are the people I want to run a final with. Whenever Ashley's been there with her friends, she's always been partnered with someone she doesn't like or she's been in a situation where she feels like people don't like her. You know, like, the one time she had a partner she liked, it was Corey. And I guess that was Vendetta's. But, you know, I I don't know. I, I feel like Ashley is loyal when she is comfortable and feels taken care of. And so I think that she's definitely going to stay on Team U.S. And then you were like, nah, she might go to Team U.K., uh yeah, I I'm just always looking for some sort of twist. You're looking and for turn. the twist. And uh cuz to me I'm starting she did think about it for a second and I I actually didn't hear her during her rant say that she was going to tank the UK team. So I wasn't even really thinking about that at the time. But what I was thinking was like she's smart. Like, and she's done crazy ass shit before. And the team, Team UK is looking team solid. UK, it's like, she may win more How money if team, she moved to Team I have UK a question and, for you, Nick. You've yeah. been watching the same season I've been watching. How did Team UK go from being like complete, total losers to now, I'm watching them this episode, I'm thinking, this team is tight. They thinned out uh, all of the people on the team. They have less fat on the team. And Imagine they though gained... if Theo, Georgia, and, and Jenny were there. It would be a, a very good team. If if they if they played this correctly, yeah. See, here's the thing, and I I guess we can talk about this at the end. Um, so why don't we yeah, yeah, let's yeah. let's let's button this up because we're coming okay. to the end here. So everybody is back at the house. They're all sitting in like the living room. They're biting their nails. Who's gonna come back? Will it be Nani? Will it be Ashley? Who knows? The big reveal, and it's Ashley. You already know. We already know. We knew that she won, but we don't know whether or not she turned. We don't know whether or not she turned. She gets up. She gives a speech. She's like, "Everybody, listen to me. You're going to hear every word." I say and then she's like I have an opportunity to go over to this team with these two egomaniacs talking about Tori and Jordan no, she called them egolistical oh yeah she, egolisticals or whatever yeah basically she's like I'm I'd rather run with people I love and care about and I love these guys I love these gals I'm staying with team US yeah and that's the end correct Nope. Oh. Zach is talking to Tori and Jordan about it. And Zach is sort of like, oh, God, my fucking team sucks. You right. know, uh, once again, Zach saying, what did my team do? And that brings us to a night out. Rogan is the last Brit. 
wow, Rogan, I cannot believe you pulled this off. I really cannot believe you pulled this off. He's giving Dee a lap dance. It's kind of gross. Leroy and Cam are being all lovey-dovey. I mean, get you a girlfriend who looks at you the way Cam looks at Leroy. She's just, her eyes, are, they're, she, she's love-struck, y'all. And Leroy, he's, man, I just love this couple. And if they win, I will be happy just because I believe in their romance, okay? I believe in their romance so much that I'll be happy even if they win because that does mean that Polly and Cara will also win. But I want that for Leroy and Cam. And then Polly and Cara are talking in a corner and Polly's like, no one's ever done what I've done in three seasons. I need this win. I got to have this win for my record, for my, my credential. I have to be a legend. I have to be a challenge legend. He says he's building his legacy. Yeah. This it's, is such strange talk. It's uh, bizarre. And we have Cara now going, this is you. You did it all. I'm here for you. You did this. This is Polly's season. This is your season. And then Polly's this like, This is what it's called playing a perfect game. Polly's like, I can't believe it. So, this is what it's like not seeing the killing floor, huh? The whole time, huh? Boy, and it's like, That's what it's called for a perfect season. Well, it's not a perfect season until I win the. the I got to build my legacy. Uh, Polly, you're not going to build a legacy. The show is on its last leg. You know what I mean? Like, come in. If this was 2009. And you were rocking and rolling on this show for this long. Like, you know, you're going to build a legacy. You'll get spinoff shows. You'll be invited to do these fun things. Nobody cares about this shit anymore. Except for me. Yeah, we do. But it's like, come on, man. This is MTV is not cool anymore. You know what I mean? It's not cool to be an MTV reality star any longer. It's like. It's a little whack. <laughs> it's it's kind of lame. People don't like when we talk to people about like the when reality I we accost, like. When I corner friends in the bar and let make them listen to an elimination story, people are like, "Oh boy." People went okay. So when um when when people find out I like reality, they go, "You do you watch Housewives?" I go, "I watch Housewives," and then they go, "What season?" When people find out I like reality, and then they, I go, uh, "They go, what do you watch?" And I go, "The Challenge." They go, "That's still on." So, no one knows. And when I, people are when I'm like, I have a podcast about reality television, and they're like, "What's your favorite reality show?" And I'm like, "The Challenge." They blink at me, they look confused, and then I go, "You might remember it is uh, Real the World real versus world. Road Rules," and then they're like, "Oh right, oh yeah, is CT is CT yeah, is CT yeah, still CT's there? Still uh-huh. there? Yeah, yeah, yeah." So okay, and I, I hate to shit talk my favorite show ever because it is. I mean, this is just my it's thing. The but best. It's, it's the also best. a guilty pleasure because it's in, that's the one of the more embarrassing ones that I admit that I watch. Now, I'm just saying, Paulie, you missed the boat. Okay, you missed the boat on the legacy. Got to be born about 10 years earlier, I don't think man. we're going to see a Paulie and Cara marrying each other spinoff thing. Like, I just don't see it happening. I just don't think that this... I just think this very... It made me cringe when I heard this. Yeah, it was not a good look. And then I think we got like a little inter- exit interview of Zach being sort of like, man, my team sucks. <laughs> now something, yeah, we got, we what, what we got uh, right before they went out and partied or something or, or whatever, but we got Zach and Jordan and Tori sitting there and all they're talking about is how much they hate Ashley. I hate Ashley. It's the, oh, she's yeah, the devil. Right. Yep. She's the devil. I, I hate that the devil's in this house. Yep. I hate it. To me, means we're setting up for something on the final, um, which I believe the final is next week. Um, so that was the podcast, folks. Thank you for listening. I Sorry do, it was so long, guys. It was super long and meandering, but it's like, happy Thanksgiving. We have a lot like, to say. We're doing this like literally in the middle of the night. On th- Yeah, on aren't you door. thankful for us? <laughs> so, But I do want us to talk about this because th- th- this is the, the final is coming up. Yeah. And I'm... And I'm and, and, 
see, I, I'm I'm starting to read What's in. Going I'm on? starting to think about people's interviews and and things that they've said all season. We're talking about Zach's interviews by being a person who wasn't really a major storyline throughout the season, but gave really good interviews. And the way he was giving interviews, I kind of feel is kind of telling on how certain things went down. We saw a little preview. Of yeah, next we're week. gonna okay. Let's talk about this preview, guys. If you don't want us to talk about the preview, if you purposefully did not watch the preview, stop the yeah. podcast now. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate you. You know, follow us on all the platforms. If you did watch the preview and you're cool with us talking about it, keep listening because I do want to discuss it. So I kind of feel like Zach. He's been riding. He's been riding certain people on his team through mm. interviews. Mm-hmm. And the way that he speaks about it, and he's really been the guy who is championing championing the, the the thought of we fucked our team. Yeah, our team is that not is his as main good, narrative. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And even in his last little conversation with Jordan and Tori when they were talking about um, you know the devil and Ashley, uh, before that he 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 basically looked at them and he's like, guys, look at these teams. Like we nobody. Is a there there? This is gonna be really tough for the both of us, yeah. and um, we made it tough on ourselves. We could have done this really easy, but it's not gonna be easy. In the preview for next week, and once again, get out of here because I'm gonna spoil a thing. But they oh spoiled God, it for you. I could you. not believe it. We're like carrying one of these things again that we saw like in a daily where they're all like carrying something a on their shoulders, like a totem. And like you got Zach looking back at his team, like sweating and being like, this is what I fucking mean. Our players, you know, basically being like, this is what He's I was upset talking about. about something. I want to, and you do see Paulie on the ground, like gassed out, like yeah. on the ground. Does Paulie gas out on this final? I'll be honest. If he does, it'd be fucking phenomenal. If he but does, I don't think I can psychologically handle it. I would it. love it. It would like save this season for me. Now, I've liked this season. But the other thing is, I think we're going to see Ninja be a detri- a real detriment to the Americans. Interesting. Because he's been riding Ninja so fucking hard on interviews. And the way that he speaks about this person is as if this person lost them a, a quarter of a million dollars or yeah. whatever. It, it's like real bad the way that he kind of like the look he gives the camera when people are starting to make moves in this season. And he's narrating people being thrown in and thrown out on his own team. And it's it, it it's the look of a man who lost. It's not the look of a man who's retelling a story in like a in like an interesting way. Now I've been burnt before. These people are pros. Why would the editors tip their hand so early in the season? I don't know. These are just my theories. What kind of a final do you think it's going to be? See, this is the other thing. See, I don't know that halfway through this fucking final they go guess what now you're all on your own there's too many people this is my issue if team us wins what do they have like eight people on their team uh, eight or se- maybe seven maybe now nani's gone six they win a million dollars they win they all win like i don't know it just seems like there's got they they need to slash the numbers here well in some you know way. the things that they've done before is like you know a lot of the times when you're running the final you're not guaranteed to come to place you know what that I is mean? true so it's like yeah i kind of feel like what we're gonna see i just do not see them saying like you're riding with your team the whole way yeah i feel like we're gonna get to a portion of this challenge where it's like and guess what now individual times indi- matter yeah and it's like 
first, second, and third, baby. See ya. You know what I mean? Do you I think mean? there's going to be like swimming? That. I think there's going to be swimming. Course. I really think because swimming has been such a big part of this Huge. season. Yeah. And they've had so many dailies that have involved swimming. I think location wise, they're somewhere that is good for swimming. Like last season, they were in the freaking desert. I don't think we saw them swim once. So what happens when when it's uh, when we're swimming and we have Leroy, Cam, Ninja, and Kara swimming? You lose. Do you lose immediately? You I know? think so. I mean, D can't swim, but she proved she could swim better than the other team. Yeah. You know, she swam she better than Josh, Josh and Kaylee. And Cam and Leroy. Yeah, so it's like, you know, I, I think that we're in for a lot of twists and turns I in this final. I can't wait for this final. I cannot wait. Folks, thank you for listening. Um, we hope you have a happy Thanksgiving. Do us a favor. Rate Give us your five family stars. a big old kiss on the cheek. No, 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 no. Rate us five stars. Instead, rate us five stars, Apple Podcast app. You know the deal. Um, also, you want to email us and tell us you love us, do that at realityblowspodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, Nick swears he's going to start answering some of those emails. So I far, do. it's just been me. Well, that's Ash. You're very good at it. So. You think so? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, also, we love Instagram. Do us a favor. Follow us on Instagram at Reality Blows Podcast. Follow us on Twitter if that's your thing at Reality Blows Pod. You can follow Ashley at Twitter at Ashley B. Roberts. You can follow me on Instagram at Nick Maritato. M A R I T A T O is how you spell my last name. It's tricky. It's Italian. Manja. Um, and uh, as always, uh, may there be some crazy twists and turns. And actually, may. Th- this final be a two-parter. I'd like it to be a two-parter. And May, you always have the cigarettes and wine you need right there, Nani. I love you. You yeah, had a Nani. great season. Nani, I- you had a good season even though you pouted the whole time, and it really seems like a stressful situation, you being in Nani, house. I do turn my, I do change my opinion about you every episode, but I really do like you, Nani. There is a point in the final where Nani is questioning her life choices because she hasn't made a final in eight, in eight seasons. Yeah. And guess what, Nani? You're a TV star don't worry about yeah, it. yeah nani and you're beautiful yeah, don't you worry we got okay. new you got that new turkish te- teeth now so it's all gonna be all good love you nan bye-bye <laughs>